Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be drama, poor communication, and stonewalling. Well, today's email is actually from a woman who writes in asking for advice about getting help with her boyfriend who she broke up with in the recent past. And obviously, she wants to put things back together, but part of the problem is the guy's not a good communicator. They were fighting constantly. You know what that tells me is he really doesn't understand women. Guys that argue with women have no idea how to communicate with them. That's just a fact of life, unfortunately. So she asked me what she can do to potentially get him back. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic, and then we're going to go through her email. And the quote says. It's never easy when you love someone to acknowledge or admit to yourself that they are not a good match for you or that you simply are not compatible. Sex, love, and lust are not enough to make a relationship work or last. It's much easier to let someone go when you no longer care about him or her or want to be with them, but when it comes to a breakup, that's not usually the case. The only way any relationship can work is if both people place a high value on keeping the relationship and are willing to listen, understand each other, and communicate to work things out in a calm and loving manner. People who refuse to talk and open up, who stonewall your efforts to resolve things maturely, or who are stuck in a destructive pattern of creating drama and arguing, are much better off becoming part of your past than remaining part of your life. It's not your job to fix people who can't or won't communicate like an adult. So let's take a closer look at her email, shall we? She says, hello, Corey. I've watched a lot of your videos after the fact of making horrendous mistakes with this breakup. I don't think I am too far gone, but now I am in a difficult situation and I don't know what to do. I'll be 21 on April 17th and my ex-boyfriend, who is 23, dang an older man, are you? Or were, I should say broke up with me two weeks ago. We dated for four months in high school, but I broke up with him. He had a party at his house with girls and lied to me about it. Well, people don't change who they are. They may become a better version of who they are, but they don't change. And what that tells me is your boyfriend or ex-boyfriend lacks integrity, especially if he lied to you back when you were in high school. This is a pattern. I mean, you figure he's 16, 17 years old, whatever it happened to be back when you were in high school together and he was lying to you then, More that's who he's going to be the rest of his life. Now he may not lie as much but at the end of the day when his back's up against the wall, when he's cornered, when he's worried about whether people are going to love and accept him for who he is, he's not used to communicating and being honest about things. Instead, his learned behavior and what he's emotionally conditioned to do It's going to be to lie and deceive. That's the way it is. I had a girlfriend once. that Her parents, even though they were in their 60s, they were still deceiving each other. And they'd been together for 40-something years. And this ex-girlfriend of mine used to tell lots of little white lies. When she was worried it was going to cause problems, she would just lie about it. That's what she learned from her parents. And even to this day, that's still the way she is. When her back's up against the wall... When it looks like things could potentially cause a problem, she's going to lie her way out of it instead of being honest because that's all she knows. That's what she's learned her whole life. And at this point, she's 40 something, 41 years old. She's going to be that way the rest of her life. I mean, look at her parents. I mean, you can't help but take on 
the patterns and the belief systems of the people that you grow up and you're around. She says, time passed and he re-entered my life and wanted another chance saying, I've dated around but I realize I'm just looking for another you. This time, however, he was the one who broke it off after we dated eight months. We fought a lot about the littlest things. Again, men who argue with women and I talk about this in my book, they don't understand them. They don't understand because when you argue with a woman, most guys are trying to win an argument through logic and reason and women are trying to be understood and they're trying to be heard and he doesn't get it. And at the end of the day, if he's not willing to communicate, if he's not willing to listen to you, if he's not willing to understand and empathize with where you're coming from, there's nothing you can do. And it's frustrating when you date people. I know what it's like to date somebody who's a shitty communicator. I've dated a couple of them. I dated one of my one of my ex-girlfriends stonewalled the shit out of me when I tried to communicate with her. I remember one time we were talking on Skype and I said something. I put my foot in my mouth. It was my fuck up, something I shouldn't have said. I tried to get her to open up and talk about it. She wouldn't. It just got to the point where about three, four minutes later, she literally hung up on me. She's like, I just got to stew about it. I got to think about it and I'll call you when I calm down. And like, I think it was a day or two later, she called me. I was like, man, that sucks. And several months later, we ended up breaking up for good because that's just the way she was. She wouldn't talk about things. She wouldn't open up about things and it's so frustrating because there were so many things I loved about her and I always will. I'll always be grateful for the memories that we have but at the end of the day, if the other person is not willing to communicate, if they're not willing to understand, if they're not willing to talk about what's going on inside them, why they're feeling a certain way or why what you did or said is upsetting them, nothing you could do. If they get – you know, when they say things like, I don't want to talk about it, I just want to have fun. And they get and you keep digging and like in the ways I talk about in my book, and they blow up at you and hang up or they leave. There's not a lot you can do. It's not comfortable for them. They that's the behavior that they've learned. They get pissed off. They go and they stew about it, and at some point later they come back. And I'm a communicator. I gotta the the relationships that last the longest. The, when you look at people that have, are together for many decades. They all have one thing in common. They've done studies and plenty of psychological studies have been done on this. They all have one trait in common. That is both the man and the woman do not go to bed until it's resolved even if they have to stay up all night. It's that important to both of them to work things out, to keep talking until they each understand what the other person is going through and why they feel the way they feel. And if you want to have a long-term relationship with somebody, you have to have that trait. And if it's not there, it's just you're going to be frustrated. It's going to, there's going to be drama and it's just a fucking pain in the ass. And it's hard when you love somebody and you care about them but they're flawed like this. And there's a lot of people in the world that are really fucked up and they're not willing to do anything about it. They're not willing to read any self-help. They're not willing to get any kind of therapy or counseling. They're not willing to make the effort because that's all they know. They're stuck in that pattern. They have a story that they tell themselves about the way it is. Maybe some point in their life, they get to the point where they realize, you know what, this is fucked up and I need to do something about it. Unfortunately, most people don't get there and it's not your job to fix them. It's not your job to wait around for them to grow up. It's just it would be much easier in the long run just to find somebody who communicates like you do and who places a high value on communication and working things out when the problem arises, not just letting the shit lie and stew because what they learned was to punish you. 
to go and pout and say, I'm mad as hell and I'm going to take my toys and I'm going home. I'm not going to play with you anymore. Because you got to sit around and wait. You don't know when they're going to call. You don't know when you're going to work it out. And your life's on hold. It interferes with your work, interferes with your working out, interferes with your being wanting to eat. It, it just sucks. So when you spot those kind of behaviors when you're dating, it's best to get the fuck out. Instead of figuring, oh, I can fix this or I can I can make up for the fact that they don't communicate very well because I'm such a good communicator. You just drive yourself fucking crazy. I would always try to sit down and talk about our problems so we could fix them, but we would just end up arguing and never solved anything. He was bottling everything up for weeks and losing attraction for me because of all the fighting. So same thing. I, I know what it's like to date somebody like this. They just hold it in and then they explode and they go and they stew. Sometimes they come back but it never really gets talked about because it's too painful and uncomfortable. They never learned how to talk things through. They learn to deal with things in their own way and eventually it leads to the end of the relationship. And that's pretty much when you look at all their relationships as a whole, that's the way it is. It's full of drama. It's full of fighting. It's full of arguments. That's just the way they are. Maybe someday he grows up and realizes the way he's going about it sucks and there needs to be a better way. Maybe he doesn't. It's not you're, you're young. I wouldn't wait around for that. When he ignored me for a week, I knew things were going bad. So I went and bought him a pair of shoes as an excuse to talk to him slash bribe him. Yeah, definitely a bribe. You're trying to placate him with this. That's like a parent. A kid misbehaves. I'll buy you some candy if you behave. Bad way to go. I gave him the shoes and he said thank you but continued to break up with me. Well, that was nice of him. Because a guy like that, he doesn't know how to solve it and he's not open to hearing the solution. It's like a guy like this, somebody was to give him a book like mine, he'd be like, I don't have time to read this. I'm too busy. Unless he's open to it, unless he's like, you know, what can we do? We'll go to therapy. We'll go to counseling, whatever it happens. If he's not open to it, nothing you can do. After he broke it off with me in person, he said things like, I never loved you, I don't care for you, and I've been so happy while we haven't been talking. So he's trying to make you hurt more than he does because that way he feels better about the fact that he's just a bitch of a man and doesn't know how to fix things. And he's not doing anything to fix things. He's just avoiding the issue and trying to be critical of you to make you feel horrible because if he knows or feels that you're suffering more than he is, he feels like he had a victory. She says, this really hurt me. He explained how he only wants to be friends. I told him I was okay with that. Come on, honey. Come on now. Never ever agree to be friends with somebody when you want to be their lover. You're just going to torture yourself. You're not being authentic with yourself. You're not being honest with yourself. You're not being honest with him. You're going to say, you know what? That doesn't work for me. Even though I really wasn't into that and we agreed every other day that we would take turns saying good morning and whoever messed up owed the other one dinner. He said I had to go first but I ended up changing my mind about that agreement and didn't text him. A woman's prerogative, changing her mind. I mean at the end of the day, if you said you're going to do something, you really should do it. Or at the very least, if you say, you know what, I'm not going to do this every day. You need to communicate that. So I, I wouldn't have done what you did right there. But what's done is done. It is what it is. On the fourth day of no contact, he texted me, you know you owe me dinner, right? Then followed by various, 
hello, I miss you, why do you hate me? And phone calls through the weekend. At one point, he texted, already got a new guy? I knew you would. So it sounds like you were just ignoring him. That's not what I teach. The idea is you let them go and when they realize they fucked up, they reached out, they reach out to you and you set a date. You're like, hey, let's get together. Let's have dinner. Because I posted a bouquet of flowers on social media, that's why he assumed that I got a new guy. He was stalking my social networks, blowing up my phone and then he went on to message my best friend on Facebook saying, please have Jessica text me. They talked and he told my friend he wants to fix things with me and work our way back to dating again and that this is kind of a last chance. My best friend told him to apologize to me and he said he would the next day but he never did. I finally answered his text after five days of ignoring him. You're a naughty girl. You shouldn't do that. It's not what I teach. You don't ignore people. That's just being rude and seeking to punish them and all you're doing is making the problem worse by doing that. And he spoke as if everything was normal and even said, good night, pretty thing. I spoke friendly with him but made sure I was always the one to leave the conversation first and I made sure I was not very open with him. I made him wonder if I even missed him. We've been texting daily ever since and he asked me to come say hi to him the other morning at work because he was nearby, so I did. It was a very quick hi and bye and I brought him a snack and left. He texted me thank you and that I owe him dinner for not texting good morning that day. I would have just said, great, when you want to get together, I'll cook you a nice home-cooked meal. That's what I would have said. I said, okay, fair enough, but he never set up dinner plans with me. Later that day, and you notice how she's waiting on him to make all the plans. He texted, I can't even tell if you're into us anymore. I asked what us means and he said, ever being more than just friends. I asked him if he was into us and he said, not if you're not going to be. Give, you're punishing him a little too much. You're breaking his balls a little too much. What I would just say is just great. We should get together and have dinner and have a chat. I'd love to see you. But instead, you're being a little bit of a hard ass. Again, it's just like what I talk about in Seven Principles of Getting an X Back. When they reach out to you, that's when you bring up getting together. You assume if they're reaching out, they want to see you because they miss you. But instead, he was reaching out and all you did was ignore him for five days, seeking to punish him. I know there's lots of other people that teach some things that are similar to me and they say just ignore them for a month, ignore all their texts for a month and then you can start replying. The whole point of walking away and never looking back is if they miss you, they'll reach out and when they do, then you set the date. I mean, it achieves nothing other than to piss the other person off and teach them to do the same thing to you by ignoring them. I then comforted him and said I felt the same and he kept asking if I've been on dates even though I said no because he didn't believe me and said I figured you would have already had a new guy by now. I brought up the idea that he owes me dinner as well and I attempted to make plans to finally go out Friday as friends for fun. Once again, you're talking about being friends only. It's not what you want. He said he would get back to me when he got off work on Friday and let me know. Well, Friday came around and he didn't text good morning as it was his turn or let me know when he was off for work. So the plans fell through and I held my composure and did not text him asking why. Regardless, I'm devastated. Well, remember, you ignored him for five days. So what do you expect? He's doing it to you now. He told you he was going to do something and then he didn't do it. 
It's day four of him not speaking to me after he stood me up on the dinner plans. Well, it doesn't sound like he really had plans. I know it's best to continue no contact with him until he's crawling back and apologizing and begging for another chance, if ever. No. If he reaches out, assume he wants to see you, and suggest meeting for dinner. Tell him when, what days you're free and say, do any of those work for you? Would you like to get together and have dinner? Would you like to come over to my place and I'll make you dinner? Hang out, have fun, and hook up. But what's really going on now, it's like tit for tat. You're ignoring him, and then he, and then you start talking, and then he starts ignoring you. It's not getting you anywhere. All you're doing is torturing each other. I just want to know where to go from here. Should I block him completely, remove him from all of my social networks? No, I wouldn't do that. That would be childish. Or should I leave some lines of communication open? I really need some help on how to handle this. I was doing so good ignoring him until I caved in and responded to his text. Well, ignoring him wasn't getting anywhere. That's, again, that's not what I teach. Read what I teach in the article, Seven Principles Getting Next Back. I just didn't know how else I was supposed to make plans with him. I messed up by telling him I'm not dating anyone else. Now it's to the point where he knows I'm hanging on his every word and he knows he could have me back at any moment so he doesn't want me. No, you're, you're just being difficult and you're ignoring him and so now he's reciprocating by doing the same thing to you. It's like you're not getting – you want to see him and obviously it sounds like he wants to see you but you're both punishing each other. What does that accomplish? It's like beating each other over the head with a hammer and going, how does that feel? Oh, that's great. Let, thank you. My, may I have another? I'd like to get back together with him. Really? Well, what are your actions communicating? Your actions communicate. One moment you act, you, you tell him how you, you miss him and you'd like to work it out and then the next minute you're ignoring him like you don't care and you're dating somebody else. So what's he supposed to expect? Think about it. I don't want to be his friend. Well, stop telling him that you'll get together in a friendly manner. As much as I wish I knew what he was thinking and why he's doing the things he's doing, he's matching and mirroring what you're doing. I just can't wrap my head around it. Oh, man. She says, P.S. I've attached pictures of him and I in the email and if it helps you in any way. Well, you're a really pretty girl. It's not like you're going to have a hard time meeting another dude. I tried my best to keep this short and summarized but I still left a lot of things out. Well, you give me enough info. If you have any questions, I can answer them. Feel free to use this as an example for your YouTube channel. I love your videos and I've watched a lot of them. So like I said, next time he reaches out, respond to him. Say, hey, baby. It's great to hear from you. I miss you. I'd really love to see you. I'd be happy to make you dinner when I'm free Tuesday night, Thursday night, Wednesday night. Did any of those work for you? Would you like to come over and I can make dinner and we can catch up and have some fun together? That's what I would say. And if he says, I don't know, I'm not sure, let me just say, great. Figure out your schedule and get back to me. And then if you say he reaches out a few days later, hey, so what'd you figure out in your schedule? Help the guy a little bit. It's like stop fucking torturing him. It's getting you nowhere. But I mean another thing I would suggest is say, hey, you know, I read this book and it really helped me. You may be interested. It's a book written for guys, but this guy seems to know what he's talking about. You know, you can have you know, you can have a copy of my you can have my copy, if you will, if you're interested. Don't say you need to read this book, because then guys don't like that, because then you're basically saying, Hey, you're a fucking failure. Just say to him, hey, I really like this book and it really helped me understand some things and oh, you might be interested. If you, you can borrow it if you like. Do you want to borrow it? If he takes it with him, great. Then you've done your part. He has to do the rest. 
the overall theme, what I see you're doing wrong, is you're ignoring him, which is not what I teach. So stop doing that. It doesn't accomplish anything because all he's doing now, he does it back to you. It's obvious he still cares about you. It's obvious you still care about him. But you know, your guys are like stonewalling each other and you're not getting anywhere. The idea is to hang out, to have fun, and to hook up because right now, you're just torturing each other and it's not getting anywhere. So that's what I would do if I were you. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.